1: Coming to you live from the Ray Horseman studio in North Hollywood, California, it's Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, your comedy field guide to life. Tonight, the average American spends more money on her car than on health care, education, and even food. So, you pull up to a party, get out of your car, and hand the keys to a total stranger? You give that anonymous guy in the black vest and white shirt the same amount of trust you give a physician, but without seeing the parking diploma. Valet Parkers, unsung heroes of the road. Tonight on Career Corner, Lenny Tim from Vantage Parking tells Paula if she has what it takes to be a valet parker. And I'm sitting across from a woman dressed in a wetsuit. She's going on vacation in Massachusetts, and she'll tell us why she's wearing a foam neoprene garment. It's not a fashion choice. I'm Adam Felber, the man who tries to take the keys to this show's conversational vehicle and park us between the topical lines. And now, please welcome the woman who perpetually parallel parks her conversations on the perpendicular, Paula Poundstone! So much, boy! You are sweating from that intro. Wow. That was a—that was yeah—that was a workout. Yeah, that was, that was a, a, unbelievable. A, a, an oral workout. Now, um, that might tie a record for alliteration. Welcome, Paula, and thank you to tonight's house band, pianist Ryan Wyman. Am I pronouncing that right? Right. All right, Ryan Wyman, welcome. Um, and that was a beautiful little intro.
0: It was. Thank you.
1: Is that a composition of your own? As of right now. You made it up right there on the go. spot. That's fantastic. Uh, Paula, you're wearing a wetsuit. Tell me why.
0: Ah. Uh, I'm going to Massachusetts where there are sharks. And I decided, I happened to be in a sports store, and I saw the wetsuit, and I thought, you know, at least there'll be like one more layer that the shark has to get through.
1: Well, you know, that's not dumb. Because uh, when I got my scuba certification, one thing I was told when I was trained about uh, the sharks that will bite you and the ones that won't. Is thrust your wetsuit at them? Yes. No, what I was told was they hate like neoprene tastes terrible. They hate wetsuits. Oh, so like I didn't, you might th- look like a seal, that. but you don't smell like a seal, and you certainly don't taste like one.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's exactly. Uh, and, and by the way, I also, uh, you know, I just read Unbroken, uh, the, the book about uh, Louis Zamperini, the World War II hero. Yeah. Well, he. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: they, did- they, a movie came out a few years ago. The movie. Don't bother with the movie. The book. The okay. book, Laura Hildebrand. Okay, are uh, there Nazi zombies in it? Um, no, it's a real story. It's a true story. So she just, are some Nazi zombies. She stories. just told it really, really well. Uh, okay. But it's an amazing story of a World War II hero. He was a uh, prisoner of war, which I know Trump thinks makes him a loser because uh, he likes the ones you know that but don't didn't get, get captured, caught. Yeah. Um, he was uh, he was in a, a fighter pilot crew okay. and they got shot down. He was also an Olympic runner. Okay, but okay. he got they got shot down over the Pacific and uh, ended up three guys in two of those inflatable rubber rafts. Yeah. And I think it was like a coincidence that he had not long before that seen some sort of a training film, I believe voluntarily, about how to deal with sharks. And okay. so he happened to know that you punch them in the snout. They don't like to be hit in the snout. So yeah, I heard
1: that on TV once.
0: Yeah. Well, he. I think this is a while before that. This is a long time. This yeah, the television World War wasn't II. widely, yeah. Yeah, you weren't alive during World War but, II. By the way, that book's so title is a
1: massive spoiler, isn't you it? You
0: didn't tell... Uh, because Louis I'm Zamperini. broken, I already know
1: what's going to happen. You
0: didn't tell Lucien Perini about the shark thing.
1: Had I had the chance, I would have. I would yeah, have been like, I was watching Mr. Rogers, yet. and Mr. Rogers it's... said, Punch him in the snout.
0: You weren't alive yet.
1: You got to punch him in the you snout. You were not he alive. Said,
0: so, anyway, when so. When there's
1: a shark coming at you.
0: <laughs> Boy, they were fools to go with Tom Hanks. Um... <laughs> They, while they were in the lifeboats, these three guys, they uh-huh. were strafed by Japanese gunfire uh-huh. and they were trying to um, patch their holes while there were sharks jumping in and over their boats. And because of Louis Zamperini's, perhaps they're in... Uh shark training. Uh, one of the guys' job, one of them was drying the area so they could put the patch on uh-huh. the hole. And the other guy's job was to whack the shark with shark the whacking. Ore in the snout because they don't like that.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I imagine they don't like any whacking with an oar, but the snout actually repels them, right?
0: I so can't speak to all the this feelings story, of a shark.
1: We told this story because you're going to Massachusetts.
0: Yes, exactly. And so I'm trying to, Yes, yeah, so I'm reviewing my technique. Right. In now, fact, right here in my wetsuit, you'll see I have a paddle. Do you know what that's for?
1: Snout whacking? <laughs>
0: Precisely. <laughs> you know, because I'll tell wow. you something, North Hollywood isn't so safe either.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. There could be any number of sharks on Miranda Street, yeah. uh, given, given the tide tables and stuff. But um, I do want to point out that you're going to the North Shore of Massachusetts.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. They well, it, just it, recently. It does. No, it doesn't. They just recently had a tornado. Do you see what I'm saying? There's no prediction. So you're worried about a Sharknado now? Well, the sh- the sharks could have been sucked up from the tornado and dropped on the North Shore. It's the, uh,
1: essentially the plot of Sharknado.
0: Things are. I never saw Sharknado. Uh, and I <laughs> you didn't. You kind of put it together and, for and the I, title, couldn't you? And I didn't. <laughs> much like Unbroken. And I didn't really like the Big Lebowski. Um, so <laughs> let's not
1: even. Yeah. I was, didn't like Miz.
0: There. Oh man, that was a that was a deep cut. Wait
1: well, I cut loose on Mary Poppins. Medic, <laughs> medic. Uh, All right. Well, Paula. Speaking of wild creatures, our listeners should know that there's a there's a camel in the studio this week.
0: You know, ever since we had the the zookeeper guy, that who brought the animals with him, Anthony, our engineer, has been bringing animals to the studio. We really don't know where he gets them. Right. Um, this week, he brought a camel. And it's already eaten some of our Hawaiian chip snacks, and and he's it looks like he's chewing his cud. Uh, Anthony, do camels chew cud? Uh,
2: yes, actually, uh, camels are ruminants. And ruminants. What
0: are? Uh, that's a uh, animal that sits quietly in its room thinking.
1: <laughs> that is not the case. No, no, that's, now, that's Anthony. What well, what are ruminants? Uh, well, ruminants <laughs> are mammals that are
2: basically able to acquire nutrients from plant-based food, which they do by fermenting it in this specialized stomach that they have that's actually prior to regular digestion.
0: So wait a minute. So it ate my Hawaiian chips, it ate swallowed your Hawaiian
1: them, chip. right.
0: and then brought them back up again for a Dude. food
1: encore? It's got a specialized stomach for fermenting, and then once it's fermented, it...
0: I believe that's what Anthony just right. said. Right, that's, exactly. that's what it's exactly. doing. <laughs> Well then, Wouldn't a simple yes have been correct? Yes. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) You know what? It is looking at me right now like it knows that I used to have a camel hair coat. Let me just point out that I don't think it was made with real camel hair. And you can eat these chips and swallow them. There's more.
1: That's that's good advice to the camel. They do spit, too, so you're going to want to watch out for that.
0: Uh, that's why I have this wetsuit on right no, now. That's right part here. of the You're reason the for my
1: wetsuit. Well, um, Anthony, thank you so much for uh, sharing your v- wide uh, knowledge of animals with of us. Of course.
0: I wonder uh, how they feel about being whacked with an oar in the snout.
1: The, you might have to oar the camel at some point.
0: <laughs> if it comes at like, me with that
1: cud. It's a, it's a play I was in in college called Oar the Camel.
3: <laughs>
1: now speaking true? No. Speaking of hotel soap, though, Paula, how was traveling around the country this week? It was great. I was on a train. You know I love trains. You're a train gal. I
0: was on a train. There are horse gals and there are train gals. I was trying to go to, I think it was, wasn't New Haven, Connecticut. I don't know. I was coming from Providence, Rhode Island. I was trying to go to some place in Connecticut. I can't even remember anymore. What I remember is that, okay, first of all, you know, most people that are on the Amtrak don't seem to have all the luggage that I have. So- no, because you
1: have an astounding amount of luggage.
0: I carry one hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, because
1: because you feel like you have to travel with like the complete. DVD set of Breaking Bad and Columbo.
0: Yes, I do carry those things, but also um, Most people don't. I carry um, an Away luggage bag, actually, with um, 50 pounds of uh, merchandise in it. Away, one of our
1: sponsors. They make a great, great bag.
0: It's a great bag. Although, i got to tell you, you don't necessarily want wheels that roll that fast on a train, because I have had experiences where it got away from me for a few seconds. Okay. But, But this is not that. So, as I get on the train I have a hard time finding a place for my luggage and then i'm told like i have to sit in a particular you know coach and uh and they make this big announcement about how it's going to be a full train so please don't have stuff beside it's a full train so just go find a seat so i'm walking down looking for a seat and everybody has uh they have stuff beside them not just stuff beside them you mean on the seat Right. Right. Items on the seat like but like a jacket that looks like somebody had just dropped it off their shoulder. Oh. They've set up
1: little tableaus <laughs>
0: You know, it's not so, to, so It's
1: sort of a train car, and it's sort of an art installation.
0: Yes, exactly. Okay. In order to give the impression that someone was sitting there, and so everywhere I go, kind of evil. It, it is a little bit evil because, like, the train guy yelled at me. He's like, "Just sit anywhere. You're not going to be able to find a seat by yourself." I said, "I'm not even looking for a seat by myself."
1: I'm looking, I'm looking for a seat without a seat. somebody shit on it. it
0: well, <laughs> yeah, like giving this impression that, like, a soda can maybe sitting on the tray table, but empty. Exactly. Yeah. Everything laid out like they were. Working on a project and all totally fake. All right, so I finally, um, I finally get a, a seat, and I'm sitting. And this is part of the reason I love the train. I'm sitting across the aisle from a lovely family. They had like two adorable little kids, and the two parents, and they were taking you know a long train trip. And so really this feels like that. Just to help out. <laughs> <laughs> So really, just to help out, I okay. start talking to the little kids, you know, just to help just entertain, to help out, them, just very, to be helpful. That's very nice so of you. So there's a kid, this one little boy is just adorable. He looks so much like my son when he was little. Uh, and so I begin reading aloud to this kid. He, he was maybe just walking. Okay. And he was sort of fascinated by the lady that was talking to him. And his mom was standing right there. Right. Um, but I began reading to him from the Mueller report. And uh, Did you really? I did. This I, is a true story. Yes. I read aloud to the kid uh, from the Mueller report. Which you would had printed out? Um, it, I, I bought it. You can buy it in a book form. Oh, wow. Uh, it's like with Washington Post stuff in oh, there. Oh,
1: nice. nice. Um, I, have yeah. on, I have it on my iPad. I've been perusing uh, yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Well, it's very good. And it's even, very, very good. Even the kid uh was fascinated and uh i mean he didn't talk all that well but well enough to say to me well there's ample evidence here
1: uh huh <laughs> And, that that sounds uh, that sounds like a 2 year old. You
0: know, all right, so you know how you like engaged in one thing and then like a part of your brain seems to see something else that you don't really review. You like put it in storage and la- later you go, "What was that thing I saw while I was doing the other thing?" Yes, that so happens I'm, to me. So I'm reading aloud to the kid and people around me are sort of laughing. And <laughs> the, then I, later I'm like, "What was that something? thing that happened while I was reading?" And I remember, "Oh, the train stopped and some people got on." I remember. And then I realized that was my stop. So I wow. missed my stop because I was reading aloud uh, to a kid from the, uh, the Mueller report and and I was like, well. You, so the conductor came over and said, okay, we'll just get off the next stop, get back on the other train. It was two and a half hours until oh the next God. stop, which was good in a way because I was able to talk to the kids some more. And I told I'm him, I'm sure the
1: family was grateful.
0: Ah, uh, very, very grateful. And I yeah. told him about uh, Mammalega. Um, Did he really? The <laughs> new Broadway musical based on Moldova and Abba songs. That's
1: gr- that, that's great. Um, I'm Mama not Liga? sure that's a thing happened. That would be Mamma Mia.
0: Da 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 da. Yeah. No, Mamma Liga. It's so from Moldova. So they're making a new one. They are. They are. Because
1: they're a Scandinavian outfit, but they want to branch out.
0: Da 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 Mama da. Mamma Liga.
1: Yeah. Well, we did. We did taste Mamma Liga on this show last week. And yes, it was we did. Delicious. Now uh And you look good. So apparently, it sat well with you. You look healthy and refreshed. As I told you, I'm mildly allergic to corn. If I look healthy and refreshed, it's because I had a swim today. Not because oh. I ate Mamaliga seven days ago.
0: Oh, okay. My mistake. Well, oh, I'm no tasty. physician, that's for sure. That's
1: for sure. Now Paul. Mama even- Liga <laughs> <laughs> we have an update on the Frontier Communications flip phone contest. Oh my gosh, this was such a breakthrough. I know. All right. They're awarding $1,000 and various other prizes to a contestant who will give up their smartphone for a week and exclusively use a flip phone. You submitted a very compelling essay. You a read it. A brilliant essay. It was a brilliant a essay. A clear winner in my book. And producer Tony Anita Hull heard back from them just now. Javier Mendoza, Vice President of Corporate Communication and External Affairs at Frontier Communications. External affairs. Yes. Yeah. You know what that means. Not Um, internal. External affairs. Exactly. It means you leave the office to hook up. Okay. okay. (laughs) And he sent Tony this message. Quote, hi, Tony. Let me check with our team. Maybe Paula can be an honorary challenger or we can discuss what you have in mind.
0: So, Javier. Javier, exactly. This is the first
1: time hearing about this. Javier
0: was giving me the opportunity with no recompense whatsoever to give up my uh, smartphone or use only a flip phone for a week. And I. I
1: always had permission. How did you not win? Did, did I, well, he say it was over or not, no, Tony? I think it is over. They haven't chosen anyone, but, but cl- they already know that you're an honorary. Clearly,
0: I'm not the winner. But oh, I my But I that Javier felt like if he said, like, oh, I could be. It reminded me of when I was a kid and my older brother and sisters would play Monopoly. And they wouldn't let me play, but they would give me some of the paper money. Uh, like just to have uh, yeah. while they played, as if I
1: feel like that's what Javier's doing. That's here. exactly right. As if You're not getting a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, it's not a currency. Well, exactly, on. that's my feeling. I, I don't know,
1: know, Javier. Maybe you should be dealing with the internal communications because <laughs> external well, facing—that's that's a little insulting, isn't
0: it's, it? It's very insulting. I so know. where it says we can discuss what you have in mind, let me tell you what I have in mind. <laughs> H- H- Javier, <laughs> <laughs> <Give> fucking dollars! <laughs> Give me my fucking money! <laughs> that's what you had in mind when you wrote a the essay. Beautiful essay for you. Oh i We've mentioned your, your contest over and over again on, on our podcast. You've got nothing but freebies from us. I want my fucking thousand dollars. <laughs> all right, now, if you're out week. there,
1: Javier, if you're out there, Frontier Communications, we now <laughs> expect that thousand dollars. That's exactly right. And we're going right. to send our muscle Ben Lezevnik around <laughs> to get it if, if, if we don't get it from you. And small, unmarked bills sent to Miranda Street.
0: Javier, apparently Tony is so polite and kind and nice. I know. That he just didn't feel like saying, no, forget it. we're not yeah. doing anything with Paul Ponce instead well if paula would like to she An could honorary certainly challenger. she could certainly not use her smartphone for a week yeah. that's fine with
1: us thank you javier <laughs> yeah we um, give her a participation trophy but we don't want to spend the money yeah,
0: exactly. I, you know, Jesus hopefully there's Christ. a broom company that's going to pay me a grand not to use my vacuum for a week. Uh,
1: <laughs> Frontier Communications, uh, you, you might want to rein in uh, uh, yeah. Javier Mendoza because he sounds yeah. like a loose cannon. Yeah. I and he, uh, it's on. Yeah. It's on now. I, yeah, I've yeah. had it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> wow. Nobody does that to my Paula Poundstone.
0: Yeah, you know what, that Javier? Is... You know what I'm doing right now? I'm using a flip phone. And I don't need your fucking permission. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I gotta say the, apparently the camel works for frontier communications yeah, because it is giving me a really yeah, yeah, you know, is that spit? That's I thought spit. I, I thought I slammed my soda down. No, oh, no, no that's, that's that camel is spit. gross. Oh man. <laughs>
1: Look yeah. at that! You know that what? is
0: two times two Hawaiian chips. Yeah. All right, Anthony, Yeah, but but, but listen, Anthony, listen back up, back Javier. Back that
1: fucking camel up! That is gross. But well, listen, this it it shows some of the reach that we have. I mean, Javier over at Frontier Communications, you don't want to wake up with a camel head in your bed, do you? <laughs> that could happen. And camel, you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Double yeah. threat.
0: wipe that smirk off your face. <laughs> okay, we'll yeah, do well, it. I'll, I'll tell you
1: something. Oh, uh, and it. you know,
0: you know the humps. The humps are fatty deposit, by the way. Are so, they? Yeah, and not uh,
1: water storage facilities. No,
0: they are fatty deposits. The humps on a camel. Fatty and, deposits? I, yeah, they're made. They of, seem
1: so so solid.
0: They're made of fat. Uh, and let me just say, surrounded
1: by what bone?
0: They've got nothing on my hips. So just back the hey, fuck hey, up, the camel. Back it
1: off, camel. All right, now, Paula, you've been bringing us vocabulary words. Uh, let's get to that before and we get to the And this week other thing. is
0: no different than any other in that regard, and What Adam. have you brought us? In the interest of upgrading the value of our podcast that our benefactor, Scott Franciscus, calls a weekly clusterfuck for the soul, I've got a vocabulary word. It's chimerical. Chimerical. Which is an adjective that according to my Merriam-Webster dictionary means uh, uh, fantastic, imaginary, and, and number two is inclined to fantastic schemes. Here, I'll use it in a sentence. I refuse to believe that Ivanka melting in jail is a chimerical notion. Melting in jail? Yeah. I just, oh, I, have I this, see. I have this vision of her, like the whole Trump family behind bars, and holding the bars like the guy in Monopoly with his little face through them. and Money she, bags, yeah. Just being so plastic that she uh, that she just, not in a cruel way.
1: That's kind of um, cruel.
0: No, I mean, I wouldn't want to heat the, the, the cell.
1: Right, but you're, uh, you're imagining her melting in prison. Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't think that's cruel. That's just...
1: And I think it is kind of chimerical.
0: It's natural (laughs) consequences. Now,
1: chimerical is based on the... the, Isn't Chimera like a mythical beast? So that's... Um, No, that's Pokemon. I stand corrected. Uh,
0: yeah, maybe you want to tell the listeners what you know about Jigglypuff, Adam.
1: I actually know more about Jigglypuff than you want to know. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because I've got an 11 year old son. I've yeah. had to walk uh, Oh, with blame that kid. him.
0: Blame him. Like, he really brought Pokemon into the house. Oh, it yes. came from you. How could you say that? What do you mean? Because he doesn't have a bank account? Uh, your I, son? No, right? Oh, he, oh you're saying because check? we
1: got him things that he you, asked for for his birthday? You
0: had to have been the person to bring the Pokemon stuff into the house.
1: I guess. Yeah. Or my or
0: my wife was. I don't I don't see what you're saying. Oh now saying. you're blaming your wife. Uh-huh. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> you know, I think that Javier over at Frontier was right about you, Poundstone. <laughs> you're not fit to represent anybody.
0: I didn't say I would represent Frontier Communications. I said I think that, that, was that part I would of like, the idea. You said you'd accept like thousand dollars. I wanted a thousand dollars. That's exactly what I said.
1: Yeah. Oh. Nobody, and honestly, I look fantastic. Paula, you won't be able to keep your hands off me.
0: Oh, I can't wait. And don't <laughs> think that if you had to return something, don't think you're sending it to a middleman because they cut out the middleman. They man. cut out
1: the middleman. That's quince.com slash nobody. And if you're going to do it anyway... Use our code. All right, Um, coming up, German poet and dramatist Goethe wrote, to a valet, no man is a hero. He was talking about a different kind of valet, but... We'll find out if a parking valet has a hero and Ken Lizebnik's America travels across the country once again. Park your carcasses and get ready for fun when we return on Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Hey there, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is brought to you in part by HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort level in the kitchen.
0: I'm not that comfortable in the kitchen. And yet, from step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, when I used it, I had everything I needed to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30
1: minutes. And I am comfortable in the kitchen. That was me. I did it in 30 minutes. I did it in 30 minutes, too. I am comfortable in the kitchen. That's crazy. And I was also engaged and entertained and delighted with this result. Break out of your dinner rut with our 17 seasonal chef-curated recipes each week easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and even skip a week whenever you need. I I love HelloFresh. Here, I'm going to yeah, say I think it. it's great. Yeah. yeah look, he's, he's tearing up a little bit. Yeah. No,
0: it is great. It has everything measured out. Pre-measured. Uh, Yeah. Pre. pre well, yes. Yeah. I mean, pre-measured. You thought they sent somebody to your home that day? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, It looks like uh, two pinches of cayenne pepper. There you go. Oh, wait, let me just take out my little tape measure here. Yeah, that's a going to call that a half a pound of pork.
0: Ding dong. Who is it? Hello, fresh measurer. <laughs> oh, come on in. They get, use the word pre measured so I thought you I would. You got any measuring cups or, or, or oh, those yeah. spoons that come no, in the different sizes? I can eyeball it. Don't worry. I can <laughs> eyeball
1: it. Oh, yeah. That's about a half a cup of flour you got there.
0: It's pre-measured. That's,
1: <laughs> that's uh, the point. My
0: favorite part is that it comes, you know, the produce comes with it. And so you don't end up with too much produce that goes to waste. Right. And what I found when I made it for myself was that, uh, I did have a serving for my dinner, and then uh, I put in uh, the leftovers in the refrigerator. I had a serving the following day. And it was actually the following day, the herbs had, uh, you know, everything had mixed yeah, even it better. I was actually bit. tastier the that, that, that second can day. That happen with good food. It did happen. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of camels like to chew something once right. and then have it in and, that and stomach for a little while and then yeah. bring it back it up. It's fermented, exactly. yeah. Ferment it and mm. then chew their cud. If you could just that. get that camel to move back a little look, 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 bit, I would like feel camel better.
1: distract us from the Hello Fresh mission. <laughs> no. Because also what's fun to do with the family. You know, I have a, I have a, a Hello Fresh apron. At home that my my little little daughter Vivian likes to wear when she helps me cook HelloFresh. Oh, that is nice. I should post a picture of it on the the, the interwebs. I have HelloFresh jammies there. There you go. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Poundstone80 and enter Poundstone80. It's like receiving eight meals for free. Wow, that's quite a deal. That's HelloFresh.com Poundstone80
0: and enter Poundstone80. It's a pattern.
1: Now, Paula, I'm going to call a little bit of an audible here because if there's one thing I know about Paula Poundstone, it's that you love twosomes. Am I right?
0: I do. Frankie and Johnny, the captain and Tennille, Barack and Michelle. I think the sponsor deserves a partner. Let's do another message from another sponsor. Who knows? Maybe they'll get together and create something beautiful.
1: Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is brought to you in part by Away, makers of world-class luggage and the aforementioned luggage that Paula was carrying on her train during that riveting story.
0: Yeah, boy. I'll tell you something. It's changed my life having that away luggage. It's Mine so too. much. It's so much easier. You know, I used to put my carry-on bag on top of my red clothing bag right. because my four-wheel wheelie bag was so hard to maneuver. Right. And so that was, what do you think, 30, 50, 80 pounds of luggage on one arm.
1: Right, for an overnight.
0: And now, <laughs> I, yes, and now I <laughs> I mean, I like it, you
1: show up, like when you come over for dinner, 60 pounds minimum.
0: I'd like to have yeah. a satchel of some things that I yeah. might need. Okay. And now I can put my carry-on bag on top of the, because I have the large Away bag. I have the I smaller can put Away
1: bag. I, I love it.
0: Yeah, and that's enough for you for months on end, the yeah. small bag. I can put my carry-on bag on that top like of the slot, four-wheeler really. Away bag right. and just push it, and I'm telling you, it, it makes life
1: so much easier. They've solved a bunch of problems, like sticky wheels, and and they they solve some new problems. Like we haven't even mentioned that they charge your cell phone. You can charge your phone up to ten times on a single battery charge from that lithium ion battery, which I, th- I think is lithium ion that they have in the in the bags.
0: You know what? The large bag doesn't have the charger, and so I can't tell you that I that I
1: do that. Well, the smaller bag doesn't. It's and it's a godsend it's and it's you? removable too. Wow. So okay. like you can get it through security, and even better, you put your you put your way bag in the overhead luggage, but you've got the little battery that can charge your phone or your iPad or whatever the entire way. You just got it in your in your in your breast pocket.
0: And the small bag is um, airline compliant. Um, it's the right size F- to go in F- the
1: FAA. A- A- oh, oh, yes. Because yeah, is there, yeah, is there the anything
0: overhead? more obnoxious than the person shoving their large bag into the in overhead, overhead space that doesn't fit? That and, and then does the flight attendant says it's not going to fit. And the person goes, I think it will. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you can hear their child crying from inside the large bag.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to a weird place. I'm going to continue with our advertisement. You can choose from nine colors and four sizes. All the suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate. What? And they come with what? a lifetime what warranty. What is it? German, German polycarbonate. German
0: polycarbonate. Yes. You know what that reminds me of? What? I have a T-shirt uh, that's made of a remarkably soft tri-poly blend never even occurred to me to get a German polycarbonate.
1: Well, you should probably go out there and get one. Maybe you could make a T-shirt out of it. Yeah. And Uh, it comes with a lifetime warranty. It sure does. And for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash Paula20 and use promo code Paula20 during checkout. That's $20 off a suitcase by going to awaytravel.com slash Paula20 and using promo code Paula20. At checkout.
0: I just want to say one more thing about away luggage. When yeah. they say it comes with a lifetime warranty, that's not just for older people.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So buy your kids and even your infant some away luggage because exactly. somewhere down the road, they're yeah. going to be able to take advantage yeah, of that yeah, lifetime warranty. Yeah,
0: come on. It's just going to be a little. Someday, the German polycarbonate do you industry. Th- maybe, maybe never. Maybe never. Yeah. Maybe there'll never be a dent in
1: that bag. I don't think there ever will be. According to climate scientists, we have 10 years and 21 weeks until the earth begins to become uninhabitable. Well, Paula, the uh, camel is eating all of our snack food. I'm I'm beginning to kind of resent him.
0: Anthony, we could kill this camel and eat its flesh, but I don't think camels are kosher. So that's a problem for Adam.
2: Yeah, actually, that's correct. Um, They're not kosher. Camels are specifically mentioned uh, by name, actually, in uh, Deuteronomy
1: 14.7. Yes, and in fact, Anthony, I believe, uh, if memory serves, that text in the King James Bible reads, Ye shall not eat of them that chew the cud, or of them that divide the cloven hoof, as the camel, and the hare, and the coney. For they chew the cud, but divide not the hoof. Therefore, they are unclean unto you.
0: Did you say, and the coney? You can't eat Jim
1: Comey. Coney.
0: Oh, coney. Yeah. What the...
1: I think, is, I think I think is a know, people rabbit or something
0: I've bagged on him enough no, no,
1: I think No 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 no. no. You, you shouldn't you eat a of James Comey is a anyway Coney? I don't know I think so Oh I never heard that Is, is uh, it a, wow. Coney, a rabbit guys anybody Yes Ken Lizepnik says it's a rabbit So, so, so uh, But by the way just for the record I don't keep kosher What I, I'm I, I'm an atheist Like you. Uh,
0: Oh, I didn't even realize. You're
1: not like me. I'm exactly like you, Paula Poundstone. You're not like
0: me. That's why
1: you can't stand me, because it's like looking in a mirror.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not like me, because I think the Big Lebowski is overrated. Wow. Yeah, exactly. We're, yeah, we're, we're nothing not, we're alike. We're not the
1: lake. But, but now I really don't believe in God.
0: So camels were specifically named in Deuteronomy. How insulting is that?
1: Well, yeah, to get called out like that. Yeah. But, you know, how many animals were around at the time?
0: Ye shall not around eat of year. them that chew the cud. That sounds very Southern. Yeah. Don't <laughs> eat them that chew the cud.
1: But camels do not have hooves, so that's... Uh... They don't have the cloven hooves.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that. The foot
1: of the camel is made up of a large leathery pad with two toes in the front. It has toenails.
0: I didn't even realize that. Yeah, toenails. Oh, you know what? That reminds me when you mentioned toenails. Look at those nails over there. And
1: Those are painted, so they're easy to see. <laughs>
0: yeah. I can clip the front claws of my cats, but I can't do the back claws. I don't know. I'm just not skilled. And so they have sort of almost velociraptor back claws. They're really big and sharp. Wow. And my cat, uh, uh, Clue, just a couple nights ago, I picked her up and uh, caught my uh, left nipple with a hind claw. Oh. Yeah, that is a kind of Through clothing or? Yeah. That's why I'm asking that that camel back up right now with those.
1: Toenails. Keep keep your toenails away from Paula's yeah. now sensitive and th- nipples.
0: And I had
1: the coat in the seventies. Back up. <laughs> did it cut? I mean, did it bleed? Like uh, sometimes yeah, my cat. Yeah, it was like, very unpleasant. Yeah, it
0: was very. And you know, then later I thought about it. I thought, you know what? I
1: don't use my left nipple for that many things. <laughs> you know, here's something weird. <laughs> I, I you know we I am on Twitter and right before I went uh, off into, into the woods last week I um I read a tweet of yours and it didn't mention anything about a cat spearing you all you wrote uh, on Twitter it was a very cryptic I realize I never use my left nipple
0: No I think I said I don't use it that much That much um, Uh okay. no you missed part of the there was one before Oh was there that one before I did, that I did where mention you talked about yeah. the cat Yeah and of okay. course all these guys tweeted me what do you use your right nipple for
1: And I would direct you to
0: the last line of Grapes of Wrath. Which is? Uh, A mysterious smile crept over Rose's Sharon's face.
1: Okay, guys, so take that. (laughs) (laughs) Paula. Yes? Despite those experiences on the train that we uh, belabored earlier, how's it going out on the road?
0: I love my job. I know you do. It is the greatest job in the world. Sure. I consider myself a proud member of the endorphin production industry. The only part that I loathe is the self-promotion. having to. Yeah, you hate that. I hate that. Having to say, next week, I'm going to be at blah, blah, blah.
1: I hate when I have to ask you to say that. Hopefully, we can just have you not do that.
0: Sometimes I think to myself, what if, what if, what if, and this is a chimerical thought, what if I had a different job? Do I have the skills to be a valet parker?
1: Well, Paula Poundstone, to answer that question, welcome to Career Corner. Yes, it's time for Career Corner, where we learn about the wide world of jobs. Would you like to be a fireman? How about a train engineer? Maybe you'd like to make a living as a spot welder. What can you do with your life? Career Corner has the answer. This week, let's explore a career as a valet parker. Thank you for that amazing rendition of hi-ho there, Ryan. (laughs) All right, so here to help Paula discover if she could cut it in the stressful, high-stakes world of valet parking is a hell of a driver from Vantage Parking, Lenny Tim. Let's have a big career corner welcome for Lenny. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Lenny. Thank you, thank you. Now, Paula, I think valet parking will present a certain challenge for you, and that begins with the word... Parking.
0: Yeah, but I'd be a hell of a valet. Um, you know, we had a. I, I'm not a good Parker. Uh, uh, we had a, not a good Parker. We had a driving instructor on our show once, and he he told me how to parallel park. Um, but I still can't do it. To be honest with you, and just a couple of weeks ago, I coming here to this studio, I got stuck between a curb and the car I was trying to parallel park behind. Uh, and I was probably I don't know twenty. 20 minutes of uh, incremental backing up and pulling forward. Uh, anything? Uh, is that
1: going is, is to hurt her chances as a career, as a parallel park as a
2: valet parker? Um, I think so. I think so. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Lenny, do you do a lot of parallel parking? W- we do some, yeah. That's yeah. definitely part of the job. Yeah, I got so.
0: personality.
2: That's good. Does that that's mean a good thing? nothing yeah. in parallel and, and valet half. parking? That's probably half.
0: Um, let me let me ask you this. Oftentimes, the only reason I valet park is because I can't find a space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, how how come I can drop my car off with somebody who can?
1: How are you doing this? Are you so squirreling away spaces?
0: I have a theory that it's a Harry Potter room of requirement thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you do have a little bit of Dobby in you, I'll be honest.
1: Something impish.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: So well, the secret is the secret is we actually scout out the location beforehand, um, and we look for for place for open spaces. We look for a parking lots, so we already have that set. We already so you know, already where, know we're gonna,
0: where there's a parking lot.
2: We know where we're gonna park your car for the most part. We know where there's empty spaces. We already have a parking lot. Um, so you, do you pay for a parking lot to? Uh, give you a bunch of spaces sometimes sometimes we do we pay out we pay for a parking lot and they let us use it for the for the event oh that's interesting because
0: in terms because uh parking spaces are a little bit uh what's that word it's there's some liquidity to it is there so you may think you you scouted out the area and then all of a sudden those spaces are taken like
1: when the event begins so in general we can't have the spaces that you're going to be parking in we the general public
2: Typically, yeah, we we kind of tell you, you know what? There's no spaces in the area. You got to park with us. We'll make sure your car is parked nicely. Right. We find the spaces for you. So yeah, we kind of uh-huh. know where where everything where everything is. Uh huh.
0: Now, um, now I I was just mentioning you do do this. You don't work at a restaurant, right? You you Valley Park no. for
2: we do private events. We do uh, parties, birthdays. Uh, weddings, receptions—well, they get all more kind of
0: private stuff. if you can't find a place to park.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Well, that's why—that's why thats why you, thats where where Lenny's company comes in. Exactly.
0: Can you explain to me verbally again how to parallel park?
1: <laughs> uh, we've we've sure. had this explanation on the show before. Uh, you sure. know what?
0: You can't go over it too often. Is okay. my feeling?
2: It's kind of—I I don't even think about it. I wish I could hear that that other explanation that you heard, and then see if I could improve on that. But honestly, you just pull up to the car in in front. Um, line up. I would say line up your mirror to their to the middle of
1: the car in front.
2: So the
0: the side
2: mirror. I would say your side middle. mirror to the middle of the other car
1: between okay. the two doors. So not as far forward as a lot of people go. A lot of people line no. up their cars direct. You know, right next to them.
2: I wouldn't. You you could start there, but you want to. So you you want to line up the mirror to about the middle of the car. Okay. And side And then you to start, the going back, yes, uh, start, start going back. Start uh, going in reverse and start turning the wheel. So All you the turn way.
0: the wheel while you're going back.
2: You're going back slowly. You're turning the wheel. You're kind of getting that back, that corner towards the curb. Uh Uh-huh. And when there's a little, you know, there's a little nice sweet spot. And then when you kind of feel like you're at a good spot, you start turning the other way. And Um, you should just naturally kind of get into the space. Yeah, so when you feel like you're kind of in
1: a good spot. (laughs) Exactly. It takes some practice. Yeah, I feel like that's not going to be helpful for Paula (laughs) because...
0: When I feel like I'm in a good spot. Yeah. So yeah. if I get out and the ass of the car is hanging out and a cop comes over, I'm going to uh-huh. say, you know, I, I, I felt good in the spot that I was in. You could say that. You I could say yeah, that. I it, will say that.
1: Things will happen that will <laughs> surprise you. Is
0: there, on the ticket that you give
1: people. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. what I wanted to ask about. Yeah. yeah the ticket. Uh, is
0: there some sort of legal escape hatch for the yes. valet
2: parker? Yes. It, it's funny. It actually says, um, I actually made a joke funny about this. Funny in what way? So you get the ticket and the ticket says... We're not responsible for, you know, any kind of damage. And on the other side it says, Don't worry, your car is safe safe with us.
0: Oh so, wow. <laughs> boy. So that's I don't know. A it's kinda funny. Yeah. A mixed message.
1: Yeah.
2: But you know, I mean we, we we try to do our best and you, I'm know, sure. you, know. you know. You know what
1: I, I, I wish you guys would do something different. I don't know if you do this uh-huh. personally, but you know, when, when a car pulls up and you, the, those tickets often have a little diagram of the car on it and you right. quickly walk around the car and they check off all the little dings and scratches and dents, that's insulting. I know. What do you right. mean? I know. Well, because you know, my car has uh, picked up a few scratches over the years, uh-huh. and, and it's like, like it gets it gets graded poorly way. every. Like it <laughs> rubs my nose in the fact yeah. that, like, okay, I, I hit a post at a shop at a in a parking lot of a supermarket once, and, and now every time I I valet park a car, you've got to do that. It and, has to be. Rubbed. Yeah, sometimes it's
2: a lot. Sometimes it's a lot of writing, but we kind of we have to do it because sometimes we get you know people are like you Who just claim that you you just broke my you know you just crashed my car
1: right.
0: And it
2: it came like that, and then, you know, that's why we started kind of using cameras. So
1: because of those dishonest people, I have to get insulted every time I'm like, Valley Park. Well, let me ask you something.
0: If you're not responsible for scratches and dents and bumps and bruises to the car, then why do you care if it already had some or not?
2: That's a good question. I think, well, we are kind of responsible. I mean. But not according to the ticket. Yeah, but Uh, the ticket isn't
1: legal. Yeah, it's It's just our way to make you feel better.
0: Well, it doesn't make me feel you know? feel better to hear that you're not re- responsible. All right. Meanwhile,
1: they're making fun of my car in the ticket.
0: Is there? Yeah. Um, do you have like? Uh, do you have like a gradation of um, valet parkers so that you know there's some guys that are less experienced? And when you get a ticket and you circle the car and you find tons of scratches and dents, you say to you know some of the less experienced parkers, "Come here, this one's for you."
2: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. They, like the yeah, new why guys. Not? What does it matter? The new guys go. The new guys get the scratched the, up cars. The yeah. mediocre guys, they never get anything nice. Yeah. Um, yeah so, exactly. so they don't. They don't touch. So Adam, so you're pull, one of the non Adam pulls guys. up, and they go another trainer. No, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> one of the one of the top tier.
1: Wow. Wow. Oh yeah. boy. You know, I'm I'm feeling like we're not getting any closer to whether you'd be good at this because we kind okay, of decided right need away. Okay. What could What does she need to learn besides what how to park? Adam.
2: Well, you want to be you know you want to be nice. It's about customer service sometimes uh-huh. you don't you don't need to necessarily park like let's say you're a new guy or girl, yeah, um we'll give you easy cars we'll just be, like you. park them really close, yeah. like open space, no parallel parking, so oh, you I just gotta it. be nice. Just open yeah. the door, say hi, welcome, yeah, and you know let them come out, close yeah. the door, and right. Well, no. Get in. Let them close come the door. out. Yeah. And let them come the, out. Yeah. Stand yeah, there. Make yeah. sure they. they How, left. Is that is
0: that something that you have to repeat <laughs> to your new guys? Let them come out, for God's well, sakes. Uh, they, they do some just something. shoving them back in the car. Sometimes just stand them in the way did, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Sometimes they just
1: try to sit on
2: the per. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Lap. No, no lap. Let me ask you something. I mean, being nice is one thing, but is this a a do or a don't for valet Parker? A Somebody pulls up. And their outfit reminds you of a funny story about when you were traveling from Rhode Island to Connecticut. Takes about ten minutes. (laughs) Uh, Is that the kind of thing a valet Parker should or shouldn't do? Say again. All right. So, so, (laughs) thank you. So so, uh, uh, somebody pulls up in the car, and 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 they get out of the car, and and their outfit reminds you of a very funny story. You want to tell them, Mm. and you just start telling it. Yeah. Is that is that a, a doer or a don't? some
2: guys? Yeah, some guys are very uh, friendly. They like to talk and they like sure. to talk to the to the to the guests. Um, and that's okay. You gotta be, you know, you gotta be like, you gotta have a you gotta have common sense. You can't, you don't want to say too much. You want to be be nice. You know, a uh-huh. little small talk is okay. Sure. Yeah, but you don't want to get too involved. You yeah. know, they gotta do their stuff. They're going to a party. They're leaving. Right. You don't want to waste time.
0: You know, I have a question for you. And feel free to tell me if this has or hasn't happened. Have you ever had a valet that had a like a backpack on? And then they leaned down, and a banana fell out of the backpack. <laughs> Has that ever happened?
1: A you don't have to out? answer that. <laughs> it's had... a callback to, to a joke we made, uh, I don't know, back in the 60s. It's, uh,
0: it's something that's happened to me multiple times. and uh, So yeah. I just wonder how really how like the others I am. I don't know. Um, now, let me ask you this. Because uh, I do have a problem with short-term memory loss. Mm-hmm. How do you recall where the cars have been parked? So we we, we we write it down on the ticket. You so write it every, down on the we ticket. We have tickets uh-huh.
2: whenever we park. We yeah. we write, like, up the street, down the street.
0: Up the street, down uh, the street. That letter, sounds a little uh, vague, honestly. Miranda, Miranda left, Miranda right. Yeah. Um, well, if it's on Miranda, don't think you're going to find it later.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you ever had you a car them.
0: stolen while you? Cause no. Because that wouldn't be irresponsible. I, I heard. Any I, I heard. No, I heard.
2: You've I heard. heard about yes, that I when heard. you went to the
0: Valley Parker Convention, but never with your company. No. Wow. No
2: one ever stole a car from us, but I've heard it happen, yeah. yeah. And it was Ooh, it was not fun.
0: what happens then?
2: I think I think they had to pay for it. I think it was an inside job and I think they had to the car they couldn't find the car. Wow. And I mean they couldn't do anything and right. like, like I said I think it was an inside job. I think the, you know, the person it was the valet had another person. key, not yeah. not a valet parker but the guest. Oh, the guest, think the cu- oh, the the guest, guest, guest himself? Yeah, they The parked. guest mm. stole
0: their own car
1: in order That's to get what another I heard. car. That's oh. what I heard.
0: Okay, you're too,
1: This sounds like the perfect crime, if you guys will excuse me. Yeah.
0: You're too You're too young for this. But there used to be a television show called The Mod Squad, uh-huh. and it was like these three he's young In fact, hip,
1: too young for the movie of The Mod Squad that came out 20 years later.
0: Uh, yeah. He, he's he, he's it. too young for the Smurfs. Um, you know, Adam when he was a kid, loved the Smurfs. That's not true. And he used to try to dye himself blue. That's
1: not even um, in the All right. Neighborhood. So there was as a show called
0: true. The Mod Squad, mm-hmm. and they were. It was like these uh, plain clothes cops that were, you know, they were young and hip, and those so clothes the, were
1: anything but plain.
0: The captain would use them for uh, really special cases, and there was one where uh, was valet parkers, but what they mm-hmm. were doing was, they would when they parked the car, they would then they had a machine to make copies of the keys and they would make copies of the house keys of the rich people. And then they'd go in and, uh, and man, they would steal stuff from the house. And uh, I think it was either Peter Link that busted them. And uh, so
1: your question is,
0: <laughs> um, did you ever see that episode? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because oh,
0: nice. I mean, because the truth is and Adam's introduction is correct, which is that you really are trusting people. Right. You, you know, people that you don't know. I mean, you've sat in front of me for a few minutes and I think I could describe you to a cop if I had to. So no don't <laughs> pull any shit tonight. But um, no, usually when I hand my car to a valet guy, I couldn't even describe the guy. It could just be yeah. somebody who stood around the corner, put a black vest on, and ran over and took my car keys. Have you ever had exactly. that?
2: Exactly. Uh, <laughs> have we done that? Have we had somebody do that? No. Yeah. no have you heard of I, it I, at of the it. convention? I've heard of it,
0: yeah. yeah. They. they... Now she keeps talking
1: about this convention. I'm guessing yeah. they're... There isn't one, is there? No, there There is. There's a Valley Parker. We make our own. We make our own. Well let me ask
0: you something. When the Valley Parkers have their convention, I assume that one company gets the business of parking the cars at the Valley Parker convention. Uh, That's gonna be so much pressure. (laughs) Right, yeah. Um all right, so what other skills do I need to (laughs) be
2: a Valley Parker? You have to be friendly? Be friendly. Uh, I mean, you got to be able to drive at
1: least a little bit. Oh, Jesus! You know? Yeah, at least no, a little I can bit. drive. Well, yeah. you have a Just student pretend. driver sticker on your car because you you feel that your skills are that bad.
0: Yeah, but I can take that off and put it on another car. I do. I have a student driver sticker on the back of my car nice. because it keeps people away from me. Yeah, and that's safer. Yeah, but I could put that... I could just quickly, after I write down where I parked
1: the car... Or, you or, can't park and barely drive. Why are we even doing this segment?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of money do you make doing that? Uh What kind of money? I mean, yeah. we don't we don't Because make... I'm out a thousand bucks right now. I don't know if you heard. For, Fucking for, for Frontier, Communications. Uh, uh, <laughs> Frontier Communications. Frontier uh, Communications. I am out a I haven't used my... I am out a thousand dollars. When I heard I might get a thousand dollars... I spent it.
1: You you spent it already? Yeah, I spent it on what? So,
0: um, uh, uh, on a new smartphone. <laughs> well, um.
3: <laughs>
0: so, what kind of money can you make as a Valley Park?
2: I would say, a, you know, a little better than like a fast food fast food worker. Uh huh. But not as good as uh, I don't know.
0: A, a divorce attorney,
2: not as yeah. good as a divorce. Not as attorney.
1: good as a, as a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so are, are there gigs that have better tippers than other gigs? Of course, yeah. So which are the gigs that that bring in the high money tippers?
2: You never really know, but you hope that it's the it's the really nice house in the hills, and it's the yeah. really high and oh, like right. the
1: right really
2: yeah. nice clientele, and oh, there's going to be this person, that person, they're going to have nice guests, so you assume you're going to get nice tips, right. but yeah, you never know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I would sure. guess I really weddings
1: know. yield better
2: tips than say funerals. <laughs> I don't remember ever doing a funeral, but I would think we so. You never did a funeral? No, we never I never did a funeral, no.
0: Have you heard but. about it at the convention? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this convention in your mind, it's like, it's amazing. It's yeah, chimerical yeah. in it's your chimerical. opinion. Now,
0: I don't think it is chimerical.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a convention.
0: Um, all right, so uh, so you only take the tips then at the thing. Who's paying you for the event then? Well, the company. The, I mean. So if I'm getting married. Right. And by the way, I'm Congratulations. Not. But I'm, no, I'm not, and I never want to get married. You're going to have to but, wait until you heal um, up from that. So, uh, oh my God, my love, Nibble. So if I, if I, if, and the thing is, the added duties on the right...
1: Um <laughs> if, <laughs> so much oh, has if, to do all the work for both nipples.
0: If I am putting on a wedding and I hire a valet company, do <laughs> I pay the valet company? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean
2: whoever you know either you or whoever is dealing with the valet company, yeah. Right.
0: How about how much is it to hire a valet company? It depends, it depends on the amount
2: of uh, on the amount of guys, you know, how what do big mean, at the party? <laughs> How many guests? So you have one okay. valet guy per let's say amount of guests per uh-huh. amount of cars, right. depending on the area. So that's all calculated. Yeah. So let's say you have one valet guy per ten cars that you're expecting, right. and you have a hundred people. So let's say you get ten valet guys. Yeah. So you pay per valet guy. Then there's you know uh, you could so you pay that you know okay. for example, and
0: then on top of that they would get the tips.
2: So we yes we accept tips from the guests. Yeah. You can also tip us at the end. Oh, You should. Oh,
0: as the, oh should you?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. If yeah. you
0: hire the company Just, you're supposed you can. to can, yeah. Tip.
1: Sometimes we get good tips. Just tuck Those some dollars tips. into your wedding dress somewhere uh-huh. and and, yeah. and hand them over to the valet. Sure. The night. Yeah. House um, tips.
0: Yeah, okay. So as a driver, if I were a valet parker,
1: Which I would Which you be are never pin- going to be.
0: You don't know, Adam. I don't know. I, I. So as a valet parker, I would receive both the tip from the person who hired me Mm-hmm. and then the fee from the person who like hired the rate. company, uh-huh. and then the company pays pays me, mm-hmm. and then the tip from the individual car person, and there would be 10 cars for me. That's 10 tips.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully. Well,
2: yeah. we split the tips.
0: Oh, so it doesn't matter how many them. cars I have. We pull
2: them. Yeah, we pull so them. So it
0: takes me like... It's uh, uh, this is good news for me. Right, so if it's takes gonna take me a, you an hour and a half to park one. I was one gonna car. say if it takes me a really wow. long time to park one car, <laughs>
2: yeah. we're not gonna like
0: that. That's yeah. not gonna be good. And I like NPR People radio. People are mad. And if it takes me a minute to find it, you know, <laughs> or to hook up my I- iPhone to there so I can listen charge to my a little music, bit. Yeah. 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 yeah, you wanna
1: charge that up in and in a yeah. do they car? do that?
0: Do they charge their phones in people's mm, maybe? Have you heard Sometimes about that? Sometimes I hear that. like yeah. a
2: really good uh, radio, like a radio station, and I I don't wanna like get out, so I drive slow, I park slow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So have you ever gotten a car that you don't know how to drive? Definitely, yeah.
2: Especially starting out, I mean, especially brand new cars, nicer cars that have weird uh, ignition.
0: Yeah, don't I know key it. Key things. Yeah, and I hate and the
2: key thing. Yeah, there's a button here, there's a button there, uh, you turn this. The Porsche have it on the left.
0: Yeah. All yeah. sorts
2: of crazy stuff. That's yeah. that's definitely like an issue with newer guys. Yeah. They struggle. And have you
0: had the thing where someone goes into a, you know a restaurant or they go to the wedding? They're they're in the middle of the vows, and then you realize you don't have the keys. The fob. Yeah. The fob thingy. Yes. Exactly.
2: Like for example, they give me the car, and they take they take
0: the keys. Right. Yeah. They take so the, the fob the, thingy.
2: The trick with that is just don't turn the car if you can still drive it if it's oh. still on. You can just, just leave drive it park on. it. Uh huh. Just park it and you're good. You could turn it off. And then when they come back, you just note it. Oh, no key just be like hey I didn't know you could drive or... it away
1: without the key you can yeah wow so you, you
2: park it and then when want. they
0: come back like say you park like a mile away and now, <laughs> and now the bride comes out and she's like oh here's the fob and car. you go you know what you get your ass right. over it's a mile and you draw a little sketch uh-huh. and maybe have a backpack on when you lean down um, <laughs> a banana falls out and you say you oh, yeah. hoof I'm it lying. little miss misses."
1: exactly <laughs> wow hoof oh, it little miss missus yeah you are so ready for this um and what about the the Ferris Bueller thing? The uh, the valet Parkers on a on a joy ride.
0: The, uh, you can't run the wheels backwards. Yeah, and, no, no, no,
1: not talking about that part. Yeah. I was talking about the valet parkers um, taking that car out for for a joyride. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you're in an unbelievably nice car, you can't uh-huh. just drive it and park it one uh, yeah, how far are you? Sometimes I mean,
2: sometimes you get an opportunity. Yeah, you might like you know rev the engine a little bit, just do a little you know go a little bit faster than you then you know. Not but not what around about the donuts. Block a few times. Do you do donuts like in somebody's? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we try not to. Yeah, uh-huh. we try not to. You yeah. the nice cars we don't take them too far. We try to keep them in the front, but sometimes yeah. we just have to take them somewhere sure. further away. Yeah. So yeah, I mean you know it's up to the individual Parker. And what Sometimes, they think they can get away with. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
0: Sometimes if you're trying to park a Lamborghini, um, you don't notice nearby spaces until you've
1: gone by the beach for a little while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can see where it that might really happen. It really helps jog the memory after yeah, you go yeah, yeah, exactly. by the beach. Thank you, Lenny, for taking the wheel and giving us a test drive as a valet parker. Paula, what have you learned about being a valet parker, and could you do that job?
0: House band Ryan Wyman, could I get a little background music for... What I've learned? My parking knowledge. Perfect. Could I be a valet parker? Well, now that Lenny gave me a new way to parallel park, back up and turn the wheel until I feel comfortable, I think so. Valet parkers know where they're parking ahead of time. They've done reconnaissance on the neighborhood. The guy dressed like a shrub watching your curb might be a valet. They write down where they've parked the car, so I didn't fear that awkward, I could have sworn I left it near a gray car conversation. If I can just remember to let the drivers out, which I can do with a little song, let the drivers out, let the drivers out, I think I'd be in good shape. <laughs> I can tell my charming stories to the fancy car drivers, the Bentleys, the Morgans, the my Maserati goes 185, but I won't be parking their cars. My assignment will be head in parking the Ford Fiestas that have dents in the double digits.
3: The good news is
0: they pull the tips.
1: So, Paula, uh, where are you going to be appearing next?
0: Thanks for asking, Adam. <laughs> On August 16th, I'm going to be in Hyannis, Massachusetts at the Cape Cod Melody Tent. And on August 23rd, I'm going to be in Lake Placid, New York at the Lake Placid Center for the Arts. You can find all my tour dates at paulapoundstone.com.
1: Lenny Tim is a hell of a driver and is a valet parker for Vantage Parking. Lenny, thanks for being on our show, man. We really appreciated it.
0: Thanks, Lenny. That was great. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Speaking of appearing all over the map, Candlest Zebnik's America continues his family's dysfunctional road trip across our land. That's coming up right after this. The Cat of the Week is Mr. Meowgi from Bartlett, Illinois. And we're back. Thank you, house band Ryan Wyman. This has been a, a treat tonight. Paula... We get wonderful emails from our listeners, but we got one particular great email uh, this week from Katie Brookhoff. She wrote, quote, I wanted to share my love for Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, and I've chosen to do it through the visual medium of cartoon. Generally, this would have been a bad way to spread the word for something as auditory as a podcast. But because NLPP has so many visual gags that we just can't see, I figured it would be okay. And she accompanied this with drawings, which we'll post on our Facebook page. And you, everybody should go look at our Facebook page right These now. These
0: drawings are so great. Now, I, of course, particularly love the fact that she salutes the Tri-Poly Blend t-shirts. Um, but my favorite uh, illustration is uh, it's from our logo. Uh, she's drawn uh, me and Adam sitting yeah. at the table. And, boy, she has just captured Adam.
1: Right. Now, I want to point out that on our logo, we only see the top half of my face, not even my nose. It's yeah. basically a bald head, some eyebrows, and, and, and uh, that's it.
0: Yeah. But I mean, she's done something well, with it. I'll tell you what she's, she's done translated. with it. She's translated. She's put it through the Katie Brookhoff machine. Yeah, and I'll it's tell you what she's done. Machine.
1: No, I, I, there's only one thing that she's done that, that's readily apparent it's, she's given me goofy crossed eyes.
0: Well, I'm kind of enjoying that, honestly. Um, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, whereas I have an intellectual demeanor, um, which I okay. do especially yeah, like. Yeah, and,
1: and apparently blonde hair. Yeah. Uh, you ma- know
0: what? Jesus! Is that really spit? That's is spit. Is that really it's camel, camel spit. spit? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> uh, you don't, you, no, you don't that spit can. back at camels. Uh, all right, that is just uh, Oh my, disgusting. I will not have you getting into spitting contest. And we printed contest. out these pictures, and now there's what a globula of camel spit right over... Adam's head, which is not how Katie intended it. I'm
1: certain. By the way, her caption is a visual companion to a podcast that occasionally forgets or ignores that it is an audio medium. She's kinda yeah. she's kinda of needling she's, us a little bit there. I, was, I think she's got our she's, number, that's for not, sure. Yeah, I mean she's, she's no a, frontier communications.
0: Exhibit A is Paula makes balloon animals. And yeah. uh yes, I do. I it's a, something I'm good at, and I didn't want to be limited by the fact that there's no visual on the show. Right. And so exactly. I just go
1: ahead and make them. Yeah, wait till our interpretive dance special next week. Now, um exhibit B, Miranda Street gets more exotic thanks to Anthony's animal hobby, and it's a really great Picture of you and me sitting around this table with various animals flying and creeping.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, she, of course, she doesn't include the camel because she didn't even know
1: about the You're right, that's camel new. yet. Now, I want to point to Exhibit C, yeah. um, which is a picture of... <laughs> Of Bonnie stomping on some bubble wrap, Uh, and but it says Exhibit C. Bonnie is always crinkling so loudly it is distracting, yet we never hear it. And I think apparently the
0: listeners don't hear the crinkling. The
1: thing about the what we do here in the studio is, uh, and Anthony Alfaro, if he could stop, you know, handling that camel, could could back me up. We have um. We have microphones with um, extraordinarily short range. Yeah. That's why we were always coached to speak right into the microphone. Oh yeah,
0: you have to like you have to yeah. practically make love to the microphone. Yes, you have to practically yes. make out
1: with the yeah. You and have there's to like really, a foamy
0: thing uh, which right. right now is dripping with
1: camels. And I'll tell you, spit. Katie, I suspect the reason we're using these kind of mics. Is because of Captain Crinkle.
0: yeah. Because because yeah. all podcasts you would hear is like mic. the
1: sound of like somebody fashioning a tinfoil sculpture every week or whatever the hell she does back yeah. there.
0: Yeah, yeah, she is. Uh, she likes a crunchy food. Uh, you know, we all sampled the mamaglia, and it was sort of soft in your mouth. But Bonnie bit it, and it she made a crunchy crunch sound. I
1: don't understand how she does it.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. It's, 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 it's incredible. Amazing.
1: She um, could. She could play a pillow like a sousaphone. Uh,
0: Katie also has, uh, in among her illustrations, uh, the five senses of uh, the uh, nobody listens to Paul Poundstone. she has the taste, the crispity crunchity nougat uh, only in the original. She's drawn out the Butterfingers. She has the uh, feel, the remarkable softness of the Tripoli blend, which uh, again
1: doesn't exist. But listen go
0: to the, uh, pent- the word pentatook used in a sentence. See all the places Thomas Coyne isn't in. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, smell the never before usedness of the, of the fresh hotel, hotel
1: soap that you're giving away. Yeah. Yeah. Now I gotta say, for one, it's Katie, this is fantastic. Katie. We Thank love you. it. Go to go to our um, go to our Facebook page and see this. Also, if you want to start creating fan art, I think we're opening up a whole new vista here. Like, I would love to see myself rendered in superhero form.
0: I bet you would. Yes, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Not willing to put the work in, though. I don't think it's what comes to mind when people think of you. Oh, I think it
1: is. I think it is. No.
0: This camel, I think, would like to see itself. The camel
1: is staring at me a little weird. It is Uh, right now. So if you want to write us, or if you have some fan art, or even a theme song for a theme song contest, email it to us at nobodylistenstofpaulapoundstone at gmail.com, and you can win a bar of hotel soap. And you know what? Paula, can we uh, can we award a bar of Hotel self right now to Katie?
0: Oh, I think we must. I, 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 absolutely. Yeah, to the uh, KB artistry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please. Um, and uh, the good news is that the postage will be paid <laughs> by Scott Franciscus. Ladies won't and gentlemen, be. Scott Franciscus. No, no, Scott Franciscus. kindly volunteered to pick up all he of our hasn't. business expenses. I've recently no. called my accountants. <laughs>
1: You and, shouldn't uh, have.
0: You know, a lot of figuring out how to divide all the negative numbers of our income has been challenging. Uh, so oh, you're this, really
1: alienating our listeners one at a time. Scott
0: Franciscus, thank you again for paying the postage fee. Again, he paid fees. for
1: one postage fee because we sent him a prize postage due. He, Inadvertently, and, but that's and, what we did.
0: And apparently he really felt good about it. No. Uh, he felt like me. Parallel parking, back it up. He felt comfortable with it. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, So thanks again, Scott. Really appreciate it.
1: You don't have to do anything. It's full of crap. Pony Uh. up,
0: Scott. Let's do it. Uh, You know, Adam. Yes, Paula? I feel not only do we appeal to all five senses, as Katie pointed out, but we also have introduced drama into our podcast.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because uh, Ken Lizepnik's America is sweeping american it certainly had a dramatic ending last week uh he and his family are being chased out of los angeles by the justice league of costume characters after he mowed down a batman in a family station wagon uh amazingly enough i think this week the family's harrowing cross country trek takes them to another city that you're going to be performing in wait a minute lake placid oh my by god weird coincidence. can you
0: believe that yeah and i have
1: to say this story is getting a little weird it is. Yeah, Ken Zebnik's America. It felt like a you travel log at weird? first. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I'm t- worried t- about this family.
0: I wonder how their little eight-year-old daughter, Nervous Nellie, is taking life as a fugitive. How
1: are she and her precocious brother, Timmy, doing on the open road? Paula, it sounds like you're saying, "Let's start the road trip." We call <laughs> Ken Zebnik's America. <laughs>
0: Mommy, Timmy's doing that thing again where he takes my hand and punches my head with it and then says, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. I am not. are you? I
1: am not. are you? I am not. You? I'm not. What a liar. The truth is that Nellie grabbed my hand, then started punching herself in the head so that she can claim I am pulling the age-old trick that allows me to say, stop hitting yourself, but... All the while, she, in fact, is doing the punching and trying to blame me.
0: He's such a liar. Both of you stuff a sock in it. But he's the liar. I don't care who's lying. I'm sick of this shit. Then you're letting the liar win.
3: Welcome to America, honey. Kids, Janice, can we have a little peace? I need something placid for a change. I've been driving for 42 hours straight. You
0: think it might be time to ask for directions?
3: No, no, death before directions. <laughs>
0: Does that fucking dog have to pee again?
1: Make him use the roasting pan the way that we have to.
0: can we pull over, Daddy? I haven't changed clothes in four days.
1: We haven't even
0: stopped for a car wash. There's still vomit on the dashboard. Thanks a lot, Timmy. Kids,
3: kids, Janice, we are fleeing for our lives. You think the Justice League of costume Characters is going to give up? You see that long black car with enormous fins behind us? <laughs> oh, no. The Batmobile, cool!
0: I don't care if the fucking Scooby-Doo van is chasing us. We gotta eat. We've run out of the delicious chef-curated recipes from HelloFresh we packed in Akula.
3: I miss our wow-worthy dinners. Look, look, we've reached a town. Lake Placid. Like, peaceful. Kids, why why don't you try to go to sleep? Maybe I can lose the driver of the Batmobile, which I assume to be Robin, because I seriously killed or maimed Batman. I'll, I'll stop and get some food. Sounds like a good plan. Janice? Just, oh, uh, oh, Janice? Can you hear me? Um, uh, Janice? Janice? Janice just, Janice, just in case things go south here... I thought we were headed north. I, I meant metaphorically. If, if, if things go south, as in if, if the Batmobile catches up to me and I don't make it... What are you saying? If I get taken from you either by a vigilante mob of costume characters or by a legitimate law enforcement officer... Shut the fuck up! That's not happening! But but if it does, Janice, I want you to know that ever since we met in that class at Brookline Community College... Which I totally fucked up. It was the wrong fit. Me and Russian literature. Not a match made in heaven. But we were. We were. You with your salty, back-bay, dysfunctional family. And you... With all those books and no common sense. It's almost like a chimerical relationship. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, fantastic. Imaginary. Well, I think you're pronouncing it wrong. It's shimmerickle. Oh, well, the point is, we've had a good ride. I did my best for you and the kids. You were never a great provider. Let's call a spade a spade. Well, adjunct teaching jobs don't pay, but you never complained.
0: Timmy did enough of that for everyone. I'm not asleep, you two. I'm eavesdropping like any self-respecting child does when his parents are finally being honest with each other. Okay, we'll stop with the fucking honesty. Look,
3: look, look, there's Mirror Lake, and historic Lake Placid. And, and there's Adirondack Park with its Center for the Arts. Oh, wow. Innovative comedian Paula Poundstone is appearing here on August 23rd. Wow, we could get tickets. What's really wow-worthy would be dinner. There's the site of the 1980 Winter Olympics, the one with the historic miracle on ice, where the underdog American hockey team defeated the favored Russians.
0: Times have changed. We're losing to the Russians all the time now. Hey, a restaurant featuring locally sourced products from small farms. Can
3: we please stop and get something to eat? Well, their their pork and pistachio terrine sounds good. Oh, oh, what the hell? I'll pull over. Huh. It, It looks like they only have valet parking. Welcome to Liquids and Solids at the Handlebar. You know, I'm engaged in a high-speed chase, so valet parking probably isn't a great idea. Who's chasing you? The Batmobile, just behind us. Oh, oh! looks like he's valet parking too. Cool, I'll take care of it. Here are the keys. Come on, kids. Janice, let's stretch our legs. Dude, your car is gnarly.
1: Oh, there has been some car sickness. My sister Nellie threw up. Didn't? You should have
3: seen it! Extended projectile vomiting! It was very
1: disturbing! You're
0: such a liar!
3: At last, I've caught up with you. Robin, Batman's crime-fighting partner. You look shorter in real life. I'm a sidekick. We're all short. But finally, you're within a karate kick. Dude, I'll valet your Batmobile. Can I trust
2: you with the iconic Batmobile? Hey man, I'm a valet Parker.
3: Unlike heads of state, we have a code of ethics. Okay, Super Valet Parker, take the keys to the Batmobile. It will take just a minute to order some takeout food and bring the mighty arm of the Justice League down on this vomit-spattered American family on the run.
1: Mommy and Daddy, what are we going to do? Uh-oh, a
3: violent attack
1: is coming, and not from Robin. I'm starting to feel sick. Oh, for fuck's sake, what kind of shitstorm are we in now? Ah! Tune in next week as the adventures of an ordinary family on the run from the Justice League of Costume Characters continues on Ken Lizebnik's America. Brought to you by Lake Placid Oatmeal. When you need a calming food, turn to the oatmeal that sits well on any stomach. Lake Placid Oatmeal. Fewer children vomit it up than any other leading brand. (music)
0: On this day in unremarkable history, FDR said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself and really big spiders.
1: One, two, one, two, three, Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. We're both doctors and... Nope, just me. Okay, well, Sydney's a doctor and I'm a medical enthusiast and we create... Okay. Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine.
2: Every week, I dig through the annals of medical history to bring you the wildest, grossest, sometimes dumbest tales of ways we've tried to treat people throughout
1: history. Lately, we do a lot of modern fake medicine because everything's a disaster, but it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org as we bring you Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. And remember, don't drill a hole in your head.
2: The Greatest Generation is a Star Trek podcast that destigmatizes the very idea of having a Star Trek podcast.
3: <laughs> We're Ben and Adam, the hosts of The Greatest Generation, and the technology we've developed is that nobody knows what you're playing in your earbuds.
2: You know, with legalization, it's easier than ever to find out what's in your buds. <laughs> but we suggest that you legally. Find The Greatest Generation wherever you download your podcasts.
3: We'll send it to you in a discreet, unmarked package <laughs> and nobody has to know but us.
2: That's The Greatest Generation, the Star Trek podcast that you didn't know you needed, yet makes you feel like you belong.
1: Yeah, welcome back all you nobodies out there, and I want to remind you to show some love for our sponsors, HelloFresh and Away. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Poundstone80 and enter Poundstone80. It's that simple. And for $20 off an Away suitcase, which is not very expensive to begin with, visit AwayTravel.com slash Paula20 and use the promo code Paula20 during checkout. Paula, um... You wouldn't happen to have any kind of message this week for the listeners of Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone? You know, I do. Do you?
0: Adam, I certainly don't have to tell you how lucky I feel to get to do this podcast. In fact, I shudder to think of how unhappy my life would be right now if my agent Josh hadn't lost a bet. The only (laughs) way we can continue to make our podcast, though, is if we continue to grow our listenership. That's true. We're about growth. The listeners, the nobodies, as they call themselves, are, are the very best. But sometimes they aren't sure how to tell their friends and loved ones about the fact that they are nobody listens to Paula Poundstone Well, listeners. that's a
1: pity, and we wish we could help you out there. Anyway, let's move on. Well, in fact,
0: I, I, I have written some simple, sample dialogue. Wait, some that some, some ho- Who? Simple, sample dialogue, Adam, that I hope will bridge this troubled water. Try this. Listener's friend, Ah! Swim away! Swim away! There's a shark in the water, and it just ate my leg! Look out! Here it comes! Listener, I'll save us. I'll just punch it in the snout. There it goes. Come on, don't panic. We've got to get you to the shore and get a tourniquet around that leg. Listener's friend, Oh, thank you! Thank you! Listener, what are you staring at? Listener's friend, you! How did you know to punch that shark in the snout? Listener, oh, that. Keep swimming. There's something I've been meaning to tell you. I listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast (sighs) that's a field guide to life. They often tell useful pieces of information. Paula read Unbroken, the biography of Louis Zamperini, written by Laura Hildebrand, and he learned about defending himself against sharks a short while before he was adrift in the Pacific, and she mentioned it on the show. She also has the funniest story about a banana falling out of her computer backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Keep swimming. Y- you're staring at me again. Listener's friend. Now you tell me? Not before the shark ate my leg? Listener. Adam didn't think the banana story was that important. Keep swimming. Listener's friend. Oh, well, thanks for the tip. I'm going to listen and nobody listens to Paula Poundstone during my recovery.
1: Well, Paula, that was uh, that was um, <laughs> that was a uh, that was a really nice little dialogue there.
0: Yeah, that should be bringing in the listeners. Well, and you know, and it, it's it, a be, service. That's the other. thing. It, it is the what? next time
1: somebody's out there swimming and with shark. a Paula Poundstone shark ate listener, their leg,
0: and that happens. That's been happening a lot
1: lately. You know, it, you kind of like sort of nested a little bit of information in there too. You made this uh, this book uh, unbroken by yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, simple as uh, part of your simple sample dialogue. It's it's like an, an egg wrapped in an enigma yeah, it's a, in a yolk it's outside. A, it's kind layered.
0: Of it's very layered.
1: It's very layered. A lot, a lot um, of my and there's layered. a shot at me. There's no shot at you. You
0: know what? I think that we are going to watch our numbers grow and grow in the next uh, couple of weeks. For yeah, assuming,
1: sure. assuming that listener's friend actually survives the shark attack. Because well, do not forget we do have a situation a where somebody is bleeding out.
0: Well, fortunately, we have had uh, a first aid person on our show before that uh, told about you know cinching up a tourniquet. Shark yeah, we had an EMT worker. With a tourniquet,
1: exactly. Yeah, in like week four, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know,
0: the more people listen, the more they learn.
1: All right, I'm not going to. I'm not going to pick that apart. I think that. It's a self-picking dialogue. All right. Nobody's remember our email address again is nobody listens to Paula Poundstone at gmail.com.
0: And you can find me and Adam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
1: She's not lying. That's our show. Thanks again to this week's sponsors, Hello Fresh and Away Luggage. We love you guys. Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is hosted by Paula Poundstone and yours truly, Adam Felber. Produced by Paula Poundstone, Adam the same Felber, Bonnie Burns, Ken Lizebnik, and Tony Nita Hall. Technical direction by Ray Horseman and mixing by Anthony Alfaro. Special thanks to tonight's house band, Ryan Wyman, and I, I hope you'll come back to us sometime, Ryan, because that was just fantastic. It was. It was great. And yeah. thanks again to our guest, a hell of a Parker... Uh, Lenny Tim, who was also a hell of an actor, he launched his acting career I as think. the valet Parker in Lizette Miss America*. Fantastic! I don't want him to get typecast as a valet Parker, but he he was unforgettable. And if they
0: do a remake of *Mod
1: Squad*, by golly, yeah,
0: yeah, he'll be in that. Because remember, there was an episode where the valet Parkers were making <laughs> copies of the keys. And
1: well, I now remember because you belabored that point earlier was, in this very episode. I think it was Link that brought him down. Probably was Link. This week's security muscle.
0: Da-da, 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 da-da.
1: No, I think that's Mannix. Damn it! Wow. This week's security muscle was provided by Ben the Arden Lezebnik, who also was featured as Robin in Ken Lizebnik's America. Oh, he was excellent, excellent. Transcription services for the show provided by TranscribeMe. For your special Paula Poundstone discount, use code Paula Poundstone when placing an order at TranscribeMe.com.
0: Mama, Liga. That's our show for tonight. <laughs> Mama Liga <laughs> Figaro. Won't somebody Magnifico. Won't somebody please listen to me? Maximumfun.org.
2: Comedy and culture.
0: Artist-owned,
2: audience-supported.